0: Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Wow. Did you hear that knuckle crack? Yeah. The knuckle crack heard I around the world. I accidentally did it at a table the other day. I was like telling <laughs> them about what beers we had on draft, and then I cracked my knuckles, and he was like, whoa. And I was like, huh, huh, huh You're huh. like an old-timey gangster <laughs> trying to get him, to <laughs> force him into getting was like, a beer. I like, there's an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget that it's not a hundred percent normal and I can crack. I can only do it sometimes. I know. Remember when you were a kid and they were like, if you crack your knuckles, you're going to get scoliosis or something yeah. like that. Or, yeah. or arthritis and also scoliosis. <laughs> arthritis and scoliosis. a double back. whammy. You crack your back. Yeah. Uh, yes. But then I tried to make a joke of it cause they reacted. And then I, I tried to make a joke of it and they kind of didn't go for it. So I was like, I hope you're not actually like upset. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, we'll, uh, well, we'll You can try this beer; it's in a can. But I was like, I'll, I'll still replace it if you don't like it. I promise I won't crack my knuckles again. It's funny. They laugh. They kind of went like, uh-huh. a little. Yeah, they were scared. They were now. They were scared. Now of they're you. scared. Yeah, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, hi everyone, welcome. This is FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan, and uh, it's a service industry podcast. So so deal with it. <laughs> I wish I could right now. So <laughs> yeah. I already uh, obviously already cracked all mine. So maybe by the end of the episode I'll be able to crack it again. Ooh, yeah. Well, stay tuned, folks. <laughs> yeah, you got to listen all the way through to find out. <laughs> that's that's one way we get, yeah. That's how we get the good the good listens. Yeah. Rack up those points. Um, do you have any service stories? Um, follow-up rain stories <laughs> for marine heads out there. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, rain is not deterring the good people of New York City from their, their dining, their outdoor dining experiences. Uh, not much has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> frankly. So um, last week when I talked about rain, it was a very gusty, it was like the kind of northern tip of the hurricane, kind of gusty and blustery. And then on this Thursday, if you'll recall, if you were in New York City, it was just straight-up monsoon-style, very heavy rain, uh-huh. but not driving rain, just yeah. straight down. Uh-huh. Very tropical. Sure. I went on a wait during the rain, actually. What? People coming in. No. Shake off no. the umbrella. Hi, do you have a table under the awning? We do have, like, you know, good awning coverage. I was like, I yeah, I had a little bit of a wait. I was like, this is crazy. And then I was also like we have an awning and then we have two of the big umbrellas on a like disconnected like deck area. Yeah. Um, and I was truly doing the thing that you'll like, I was like, I'm becoming like some sort of parable that like is broadcast on Vox media where I like had to open an umbrella to like go out to the disconnected deck to like check in with the guests and then like walk back with the umbrella like, tray like the mask you know like the mask and I've got the drinks and they're like all under cover and I'm holding the umbrella and it was like I was like the yeah the spectacle right now it's It's a little it's not good it's a little much how do you hold an umbrella and then get the items off a tray at a table at the same time I stopped using the tray because <laughs> shortly kind of that question presented itself <laughs> to me. As you arrive at the table, you're like, well, this is impossible. Yeah, because then you have to kind of like, no, oh God, and no, die." Even... I did it one time and I was like, no, we're not doing that. You do a 90s style, hold the phone with exactly. your, exactly. yeah, it's bad. Or you um, just have to like hold it to the people and you're like, takey, yeah, takey, takey. I do not like tray service. I don't care if it's classy. I think it fucking sucks. I am so terrified every time I fucking take a tray of multiple, obviously coops are the ones that are scary. Mm. I I can't tell you how many times my stomach has dropped out of my body just walking into a dining room holding a tray. I mm. get so freaked out. Because I, I then go five steps down the line. I'm like, and what would happen if I spilled this drink? And what would happen if I spilled this drink? You know I, mean, I mean, yeah, I've spilled drink. We, we do all tray service at this restaurant, or it's a bar, and we do all tray service, like, a, B, yeah, because of classy, but it's, like, it's also the element of... Right, you're not touching the glasses. Touching the glass, exactly. And I... Don't expect this when COVID is over, everybody, okay? Yeah. I don't want you to get used to this classy, gloved service <laughs> bullshit. That's right, and I... I think on Thursday, actually, I think during before this rainstorm, I spilled a glass of red wine on a table. But they're regulars, and they were like, "I was like, let me buy you." It wasn't a glass of red wine for them, so I was like, "Let me buy you around," and they were like, "That's so nice." And I was like, "I literally just dumped a <laughs> glass of red wine for someone else." On nobody should you. be drinking red wine right now, anyway. So <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like, it's really rough. But they're very sweet and it was funny. It ended up being. We had a laugh. We had a laugh about it. That's nice. That's cute. Yeah, we're across the street from a laundromat and I was like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, we're literally doing laundry, so this will just, next week, we'll just wash this, so don't worry about it. Was, like, you know what? I don't want you to, to hear about your fucking schedule. I was like, did I ask? <laughs> did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a nice snap on <laughs> throw the glass down. I didn't ask. <laughs> Uh, Oh my God. I'm like the emotional labor you are making me do. But it, it, I mean, that is the the aspect of like the emotional labor of like, it's literally a rainstorm and you have to be like, no, it's actually fine with me. What do you need? No, it's so crazy. It's like when, just when you think that like the terms of COVID like dining can't get any (laughs) more insanely fucked up. It's like, let's add in like a fucking another, I mean the Force. global warming, monsoon season, covid outdoor dining, rich people, class it's 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 as they say it's too on the nose. It's way too on the nose everything that I've encountered lately I'm like can, like we it stop. Stop please. <laughs> nuance only. Shall we? Nuance only for the rest of 2020, thanks. Yeah. I did I mean I I, I am so brainwashed by service. It's like sometimes I'm like I have to, like, you know, really smack myself in the face. Like, two regulars came. Like, this is, like, why do I feel sympathy for these people? But they're nice, so I get confused. But it's these two regulars. They live very close. They come in almost every night. But it's a man and a woman. The woman is pregnant. They came in during this rainstorm in full-on slickers, (laughs) looking like Paddington. Okay. And he gets two Negronis, and then they're like, we're going to close out. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys came through in all this rain, just two drinks. I was like, let me buy you one of those drinks. But then I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, he forced his pregnant wife, who can't drink, to walk out in the middle of a rainstorm just because he wanted a little change of venue? No. I was like, why did I buy him a drink? So weird. But I just... You get brainwashed by service where you're like, someone's nice to me, so I'm nice to Yeah, you. someone's not sadistic to you for five minutes, and you're like, I'll give you my world. It's like... Yeah. And then I have to be like, no, bad, Kelly, bad. No, it's, I need, like, shock therapy. <laughs> We're going to convert you into a non-service person. I know. How am I going to do Conversion therapy yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, I'll start that. Uh, I've got some time on my hands. Clockwork orange. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just videos of people like having normal interactions with each other for 72 (laughs) hours. It's like if someone's like rude to you, then you're rude back. I have to watch it. I'm like, it's like a volcano exploding, a baby screaming, and then people being really nice to each other over and over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, are you asserting yourself? (laughs) Yeah, me asserting myself. I'm like, oh horrified you're like <laughs> look at it a look spaceship it. you asserting yourself <laughs> yeah. horses horses running off the cliff it's like the ring but then at the end <laughs> instead of sumara it's like yeah. me as a fully like realized person i say that for you that's exciting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and then the next Unibomber will be born also so could it be you could it be me could be any of us um, That's fun. I don't have a service story again because I'm a fucking jobless piece of shit, but hey. um, no, I love it. Are you kidding me? I'm She's having. a jobless piece of shit on Adderall now. Thank you so much. I've got my shit. The shit is coming together <laughs> now, okay? Whether it just means the notebooks are getting filled more quickly or <laughs> I'm walking a lot faster, but it's mm-hmm. going to be for the best. Um, Don't have a service story, but I had a funny experience that just jolted me back into the service life, which was... Uh, Ted and I went for a walk around the neighborhood last night and then sometimes we'll stop and get like a margarita to go or whatever, mm-hmm. which is what we did. And I was waiting cause you have to like go inside to order now cause you have to get food. It's like a whole fucking, you pay a dollar for fake French fries. It's like the dumbest shit in the world. I fucking hate it. Anyways. Um, and so I was waiting outside for the drinks and for Ted to come back out and I was just standing by the door just waiting it was probably like I don't know nine o'clock and this woman just comes up to me and she's like hey so are you guys still open I was wondering if I I was like uh, (laughs) I, like wearing like an 80s cut (laughs) off shirt and bike shorts just stand I was like I don't work here here. and it's so funny because like I mean there were a couple reasons why she like I was standing by the door I get it but it's so funny because like you and I both know that all the time if you're in a restaurant that you work in but you're not working there, people will somehow They know. There's they a know. magnetism. Even if you're even if you have a fucking you're holding a purse or you have like you clearly aren't like on the job. Yeah. they'll ask you questions like you are. Or you're like, like drinking. Actively yeah, yeah, yeah. sitting yeah, at the yeah, bar exactly. drinking. Exactly. Like you're having a meal and drinking and they're like, Hey, do you know if like and I'm like, why are you talking to me? It's so weird. And I'm like, Do I still have that fucking sense of like I think it is. I've talked about that, that I think there's like a certain, like, I don't know, like comportment or or just posture or openness of the face because it also happens. Yeah. Just like you said, like in restaurants you don't work at, like during, during normal times that used to happen to me all the time, I'd be in like some random bar and someone would be like, sorry, can I use your restroom or like whatever? And I'd be like, okay. Yeah. What if I was, like, yeah, I mean, I was standing with one hand behind my back and with, like, a white cloth folded over one arm, Which, but, you know. And you weren't? I mean. <laughs> that's how I walk around my neighborhood constantly. I'm, like, why are people asking me for Clams Casino? <laughs> um, <laughs> delish. I wish. I, I went out last night. It was so nice out last night in New York. Um, And I went out, and I went to a full this was my first experience with this. Now I've had, you know, I resisted table service for a while and now I've done it a few times. And, but this was the first one where it was like, you fully do it. You order on your phone, pay on your phone. Someone just comes to your table with the food, walks away. That's like the whole table service. But I was like, which I don't really, I'm like, and I still quit 20% for that. I mean, I, obviously I do yeah. because I'm like, you're working and da 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 But I'm like, there's something now, as I've said, like everything is like I'm this close to becoming a Republican at all times. Um, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, na- especially now I'm like, there's such different standards of what constitutes work at restaurants uh-huh. where it's like, I'm obviously, we do we have a QR code for our menu and then it's full table service right. and it's still very much like a hospitality experience yeah, yeah. and like it's so different. Like, I don't know, just the difference in, well, that's basically like counter service. Yeah. But I still, I mean, even when we went to like the taco place at Rockway, I mean, I still tip.
1: Yeah. low Yeah.
0: Even though I'm picking up the food from a counter. I don't know. Yeah. There's, like, no... It's and then just everyone's, like, so everyone should be tipping, like, 300% if you even <laughs> look at a restaurant, you fucking assholes. Like, people who don't work in the service yeah, industry. I'm, like, okay, 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 relax. I know. I kind of feel, like, in this perverse way, the service industry, I'm, like, now I'm, like, uh, I don't know, bad tip. I, I, <laughs> I don't really care about bad tipping anymore. I know. I mean, yeah, there's other things we can get more upset about. 100%. Yeah. Cuomo. Cuomo, Just Cuomo. Cuomo. Just Cuomo period. Um, oh yeah. So there's a couple of things before we get to our <laughs> dumb fluff topic. topic that makes no sense. Um, for fun, for fun, it's fun. Um, you know, ripped from the headline style. One is that, <laughs> and I, fuck, I should look at my DMS cause somebody sent me like a conspiracy about what they thought this was. And I fucking forgot, but to your um, personal or I have the podcast. I think it's my personal. Hmm. um, That Cuomo was basically like, yeah, we'll open indoor dining and we'll send out a shitload of cops (laughs) to make sure nobody's within, you know, less than six feet away from each other. I was like, everyone was just like, what? Like a, like a task force of cops to make sure indoor dining goes well. Absolutely insane. Are you out of your mind and also, like obviously, we all know what's happened with the task force of cops with like fucking mask enforcement huge quotes around all that shit. Are you like it's been a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It's so crazy. It's also like oh god, I don't know it it's almost sometimes I'm just like, why would you even say that? No, it's absolutely <laughs> insane to like, me again, like as I always point to. I don't understand rich people, politicians, the quote unquote elite, how they don't even have like, they're the most depraved people, yet they do not operate cynically in this weird way. Yeah. Where like. Right. Like de Blasio is a prime example of like a cynical fucking dirtbag operator Yeah, where he like, he got arrested. To protest that hospital closing in Carroll yeah. Gardens that now is condos when he was running for mayor. Okay, that's a cynical operator. Yeah. Cuomo can't even cynically be like, no, see that yep. everyone wants to defund the police, da da, that he would be like even just lip service. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like the same thing that we talked about with like idiot chef owners. I'm like, just fucking pretend for PR. That's what I don't understand. What it's are you like, doing? This is an insane. It's like the cops have us under such like fucking such to heal that. It's like that Cuomo is, it's like you, I mean, you don't even have to say anything like, well, I'd like to defund the, po-. like, obviously he's not going to say that, but like, don't fucking come out. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy. It's beyond. It's like, while everyone in the city is like, looking at restaurants closing it's i mean ryan Sutton of eater was talking about this this past weekend the level of joblessness is half of all restaurant employees are still not back to work restaurants are closing restaurants are not planning to reopen like it's just places that are like the mama mia place of 70 years it's like okay chill like yeah. got all of it sick Awesome. And like, and so you're, it's a double whammy. It's like, everyone hates the cops and everyone is like particularly loving restaurants right now. Right. And people are saying that's the only good thing about COVID (laughs) is we reopen the restaurants in this vibrant new outdoor dining. Right. It's changed the landscape of our city. People can walk in the streets and, and Cuomo's like, big fuck you to that we're sending out the sending tanks the baby cops. yeah it's like the fucking we're, we're actually putting in the national guard it's gonna be <laughs> sandbags everywhere um good luck in the east village yeah um i have long said that i am pro cop reform uh rather than abolition because i think that there should just be a cop in every train car And there's an order of ranked seating. And everyone who comes in explains why they should get the number one seat. And then you have to reshuffle it every time. A lot of fun. That sounds... A little little fun we would have. You'd say, I'm really tired, but also I'm a white woman. Okay, so take that into consideration. right? And then someone else comes in. And the cops have to... Intersectional approach to who gets the seats. That's like something that a fucking right wing (laughs) extremist would come up as a joke to make fun of you. Uh, By the way, (laughs) this is going to happen. I'm like scared now. I'm like, Bill de Blasio hears that. He's like, like, okay, this is what the people want. (laughs) They want Black Lives Matter painted on the sidewalk and they want this This, uh, uh, subway car uh, situation. (laughs) situation. (laughs) Okay, actually, you know what? Now I'm remembering what this person said, I think, about the Cuomo thing. Yeah. I he, this person was saying that um, Cuomo doesn't want restaurants to reopen, mm. and is uh, and is upset that the rest of the city, uh, rest of the state, state has reopened and yes. wants to wa- wishes that would all be walked back. Oh, but he can't do it because of like business owners. Yeah. He can't be seen as anti business. Like no right. indoor dining. So I'm not sure if that really makes sense or not. I mean, I, that could make sense. I could see that. Um, I think that more than likely it's just, he wants to be able to specifically curtail like, you know, bars in the Bronx, like specific, you know, I mean, I just think it's it's obvious. It's obviously going to be another way of policing. I mean, we've said a million times on this podcast restaurants are in the new public square, So it's another way of policing people in public. Yeah, I mean, yes. It's horrible. It's all horrible. It's fucking disgusting. My old coworker tweeted. He was like, can't wait to be a barista and like desperately motioning like when someone goes to test their coffee, if it's like needs more milk. He's like, no, 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 as a cop draws (laughs) the gun. Put your mask on, please. Oh yeah. Like a total standoff situation. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Um, I actually like that really, that news, even though it's like, maybe it's like just whatever the fuck, not real or whatever, but I like not to be dramatic, but I had a fucking pit in my, I was like, I feel fucking sick thinking about this. This is like, Ultimate, how is it ultimate worst case scenario every fucking time I turn around for how to deal with it? It's like, no, everything is like, what is the worst thing that could, what's the worst possible response? And then it's like, just to me, I'm like, And like we've said before, I thought I wouldn't be fucking surprised. I know. And then they whip one out that you're like, I didn't even even know that was possible. Yeah, I didn't know it was (laughs) possible to be like, send cops to restaurants to enforce social distancing. What the fuck? Cops who don't wear masks. And then it's like, again, it's like, this, by the way, is like what is going to increase private securities forces, not abolition of the police. Right. is that restaurants mm-hmm. like Nobu mm-hmm. will be able to buy a private security force and say, cops, you don't have to come in here. So our clientele is safe. Absolutely. We have our private. And that is how you have a rise of private military corporations, private cop corporations, not abolition, because that's not what the, that's not how abolition is going to go the fuck down. It's if you allow the fucking hyper militarization of the police, private hyper-militarized forces is of a course. natural follow-up. Of, of course. course. And that's why everyone's been like, well, actually, do you think about that? And it's like, yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, yes, thanks. I have. And you think that somehow the police force prevents those private... So, thats so twisted. It's like, you are so fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm glad I gave you that I half took a all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I know. But we did want to talk about Nobu today because, A, it's like everything. It's the intersection of everything I find interesting. But also, like, Nobu is, I think, in a lot of ways, like, what a future of restaurants is going to be like. Yeah. Basically, it's like this guy, Nobu. I forget his last name. Nobu is his first name. And he started these, he's like a restaurateur chef. He's like started a couple different restaurants. And then Robert De Niro weirdly was like, buddy, you're coming to New York. You're all right. And he was like, no, I'm shy. I can't come to New York. I'm in LA. And then Robert De Niro waited four years and was like, four years later was like, what did you think about my offer? Wow. And they are like, chief gentrifiers of tribeca uh-huh. cuz robert de niro then bought up a bunch of properties and turned them into restaurants in tribeca and now nobu is like dozens of restaurants also associated with like hotel properties condos yeah. like huge private empire and is the probably like number 1 celebrity crush crush <laughs> Of, like, because they're, it's both, they're, like, accommodating to both the hyper-private celebrities and the hyper-public right. celebrities. Um, maybe Related just saw a picture of Robert De Niro and Jax, so. Hell yeah. You know, kind of, <laughs> they're in this, I didn't know they were, they were <laughs> in similar circles, but <laughs> they are. Yeah. This This whole <laughs> restaurant stuff. <laughs> you know what? Restaurants bring people together. Wow, wow, and that's—I think that's special. Really makes the two of them wouldn't have been in the same room otherwise. If it hadn't been for a little restaurant called Sir. That's interesting. Do you think that Robert De Niro knows what Vanderpump Rules is? No, definitely not. No. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. So I didn't know that Robert De Niro was involved, like heavily, heavily involved. Not just like, oh, he's involved. He was one. There were four original investors and Robert De Niro is one. Weird. Isn't that crazy? But I think that's why it's like so celebrity oriented. Yeah. Because. They're like, oh, I trust. That's like baked into it. Right. Is this like appeal to famous people. Right. I'm sure, yeah, it's all designed that way, probably. Yeah, and they were like, I because I was reading, W did this article about um, famous people, like, returning to Nobu. Right, the bubble, the pandemic bubble or something yeah. of Nobu, which yeah. is very funny. And, um, and Jezebel also was, like, writing about this, like, celebrities, because Nobu in Malibu is, like, a real, it's, like, of step and repeat essentially, like yeah. coming in and out, right? And and so it's reopened for outdoor dining, and celebrities have like immediately filled in the vacuum. And this is a place that's like, I mean, I don't think it's like outrageously expensive. I looked at the menu; it's like expensive. It's expensive for sure, but you can get more expensive sushi yeah, in New York for sure easily. I'm just saying it's not like a tasting menu. Like, it's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like fake accessible. Yeah. I was reading an article that I think was from 2017 or 18 about the New York location, and they said the average, the check average there is 120 a guest before tip, which is like I've worked in restaurants that have higher. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not so crazy. Except I bet here you're going to be paying like $35 for like Crudo that's like fine. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Their signature dish is yellowtail with jalapeno, which is like, doesn't sound that good to me. That sounds like a bad fucking drink. (laughs) You know, muddled, muddled that. Muddle that yellowtail in. (laughs) Got yourself a cocktail. Uh, I actually, um, actually rim the top with yellowtail. And then do kind of a spicy chipotle salt. And then we muddle the jalapenos. And we muddle the jalapeno. It's interesting because he's like, it's Japanese fusion. And of it's course. like, I don't know that jalapeno is what I would fuse <laughs> in. Uh, One time when I was in Florida, I got sushi from like a like a strip mall sushi place. Not advised, yeah. And uh, sometimes you want it. Yeah. And there I got a spicy tuna roll and it was just chopped tuna with jalapeno, and I remember being like, wouldn't have seen that coming. Yeah. Little did I know. Inspired. It's in, <laughs> they were taking cues straight from Nobu. Little did I know. <laughs> You're gonna go in and give that place a review, put it right on the map. <laughs> yeah. A la Pete Wells. Yes, exactly. This uh, uh, strip mall sushi in Miami, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, Yeah, so this place is basically, like, on top of the ocean. By all means, a breathtaking view that they have stolen from the public and put in a restaurant. That's correct. Um, And Leo Dio goes there all the time. One of your Kardashian girls. All the Kardashian girls are there constantly. I mean, that's the opener of this W article is they were like, Kendall Jenner's pod is all of Hollywood (laughs) it's no boo staff. And then it's like Kylie. And then it's like whatever basketball player she's dating. Do you think that, um, there must be maybe not here. Although there was like a little thing that was like, and then somebody reported they saw someone inside. Do you think that they are letting celebrities eat inside? I actually don't think so. I bet not because, Maybe not this place and sorry, maybe more of a general question. Do you think other restaurants oh, are having off hour For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I think Nobu is too branded almost. Yeah, you're right. It's too like corporate almost. To it's do that. too corporate and it's like I think the bad press because it's like I'm sure they have like I'm sure it's pub it has to be publicly traded. I mean it's a billion dollar corporate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like all glass and on the ocean. There's not really like private Yeah. So I'm sure that like it would be like for this, but I'm sure there are places that are letting people. I mean, again, in. what was that restaurant that we talked about that was like the secret, like the, the cool, hip Chinese restaurant that everyone went to? Mission? No. <laughs> no, the celebrity one in like the 80s and 90s. Oh, Indochine? No, uh, Kelly. What um, are you talking about? Oh, we, yes, 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 yes. That place. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes. It like it's in London or something. Yeah, it's called right? like Danny's or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. called something. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was a place where, like, you went to be seen, but privately. Yes. And now that's not what people do. Yes, that's not really possible now because right. of outdoor dining. Right. And uh, LA's version of it seems even more hellish. Like, oh God. A, Like, New York, I think people are, a lot of restaurants are trying to still make it cute and yeah. trying to, like, like, I mean, like, my, the guy who owns the bar I work at was like, yeah, I got this PPP loan. I had a kind of plans to build out the patio. And he was like, I just use the PPP money to make like a really nice patio that I'll have for years. Right. It's smart. God willing. <laughs> um, and, but LA they're like, alfresco seems like straight up. I mean, yeah. they were in the parking, in a parking garage. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, the only thing that's good about LA is being outside in a nice place that's not where everything is, or being inside of a cool place, right? Because it's where everything and also every, now, now it's like one hundred twenty-five degrees. Everything's Fire a highway. Season. I mean, I you're imagine. gulping in ash. You can't, can't even taste the jalapenos. <laughs> you can't even taste those <laughs> jalapenos. God, I can't even imagine. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure places are, especially in L.A., for sure. Yeah. It has to be in L.A. right now, because you can't, physically can't be outside, I don't think. No, that's crazy. God, that must suck. I mean, famously, Nancy Pelosi got her hair cut inside. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I heard about it. Oh, I heard about oh, it. I the big heard setup, about it. I heard about the setup. I heard about it. Oh, you think she was set up? No, I'm just joking. I mean, um, she's an asshole. I don't know. She probably was like, sure. Um because people were saying the salon owner might be a right winger, etc. Yeah. But I think it's just that I don't think so. I don't agree with that. I don't either. Um but San Francisco's been super strict on their COVID stuff. You can get your hair cut inside in New York. Yeah, you sure can. Sure can. I haven't. I won't, but um but yeah, I mean it was interesting. It's also just like I mean, like we said a million times, this has all brought everything into stark relief. Yeah, it's interesting to again like almost to go back to it it's like celebrities like they could only stomach the like faux sincerity of we're all in it together for a month tops and then they were like like, are you kidding me yeah they're like okay so we're not all sick so can stuff just like go back to normal for us only thanks it's so sick to me that you the paparazzi that that industry still exists and that people are still courting it is so fucking sick like oh god just the desire to be seen do you think like I mean I don't know I'm not like uh, I used to be like a huge like I would go on all of the celebrity gossip Mm -hmm. sites I I mean I feel like it had a big resurgence uh, at a certain point in time but I don't do that anymore but is the pop like are there still is it still as much of a thing now even though everyone has a camera no. I think that paparazzi isn't as much as a They just get paid now by the famous people to be like run this story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it used to be in the hay in the big heyday, it was like like uh there were bidding wars over right, like right. paparazzi photos. Now it's that celebrities pay for their big story. For, yeah, yeah, their big fluff piece that so they're gonna give you all the pictures. Yeah, like the paparazzi, and I'm not giving them any credit, but they used to be almost like it felt like they, there was like an antagonistic relationship. Oh, for sure. And now it's fully, fully symbiotic. You know whose fault that is? George Clooney giving that big speech in front of that whole panel. That is really true. You know I forgot about that? Yeah. Wow, that movie changed our lives. I mean, back again, we were supposed to write that screenplay. Let's go, baby. Now we got this Adderall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Uh Look out for our pilot coming to you in 35 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just, I think that's what it is, is you can document yourself, and all of these people are basically, that are featured in these articles, are very B-less. Like, it's Demi Lovato, it's... Kylie Jenner, it's Madison beer, it's Bella Thorne. Like they can document as much as they want on Twitter, but what they want because they want fame, right? They want to see themselves in, in the press. So you can get a million likes on Instagram, but it's like, they have this fucking sickness where they need to like, they need to read the people magazine article about them getting a million likes on Instagram and they need to see, Kylie Jenner spotted at Nobu even though it's like your whole life is online. Yeah, by your own design. Right. Yeah, I mean people's celebrities brains now v say even 2002 Oh, quite big. a, quite a different you. I want to see those brain scans. Oh, that like, would be what so the fuck, man. That must, it must be doctors are shocked. You know? <laughs> yeah. Doctors hate her. <laughs> doctors hate her. Literally they're like, get out of here. You're a narcissist. <laughs> You're crazy. And, <laughs> um, I mean, it's like, you know how they said there, people are getting bone spurs at the back of the you, neck. I now. I think that's fake news. It's hundred percent <laughs> fake news, but I would love to see the, the brain scans because it's like online and like even us being allowed to be public and viewed in that lens has distorted our brain. And we don't even, it's not even, I have 600 followers on Instagram and it's still broken my brain. Yeah. I know. I know. I need to take, I have taken a little bit of breaks here, you know, I'm I'm way down on my screen time. That's good. I mean, luckily my phone now just gives me so much anxiety that I'm like, (laughs) I'm just like, get it away from me. I'm too traumatized by that. And don't say it on this. It's paid. It's Patreon only knowledge that one person unfollowing me on Twitter. Oh, yes. That, that I can't. I'm like, I don't Paywalled. even know what to tweet anymore. You know what I mean? Paywalled. I've it's put me off tweeting. Wow. It's fine. It's not you a big You never deal. know what people are going through. It's Lillian. <laughs> it's Chadwick Boseman. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Wait, I was going to open my phone to tell you something or quote something. And now I've forgotten what it was. Um... Mm-hmm. Don't matter. Instagram, broken Mm. brains. You're like, that's why you can't remember this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I don't know what it was. Probably nothing. Yeah, I think, um, but the interesting thing about Nobu is besides this aspect to me of, of Robert De Niro. And so it's so perfectly calibrated. Is that like, besides that I was reading the like top 10 secrets of a Nobu Mater D and it was like, it's very standard for fancy restaurants. Right. So, it really is this, like, special celebrity element, which is, like, such an interesting... It's surprising to me, almost, that it hasn't been more... Like, what is the what is the secret that, like, Robert De Niro brought to them? Because there are, of course, celebrity investors in restaurants. Right. And Heath Ledger had Five Leaves, but Five Leaves is... Maybe that is just the secret. You just need someone, some ugly hot guy to invest in your restaurant, and that makes it popular. Right. Because... Like the secrets of the Mater D were like, we, the best time to call is the day before at 4 p.m. Because sometimes we'll have last minute cancellations and that, you know what I mean? Or or it's like the craziest thing I ever have to did was get deodorant for a businessman who had flown in from London and was stinky, which I was like, that's not that outlandish. Right, (laughs) right, right. Like... It's like, but I will say that the one thing that I noticed is that it's being reported that Kendall Jenner had to set up a password because she's been going so frequently that people, yeah. And people were, it became a TikTok trend to call and be like, it's Kendall. I want a table. But then I read this article from like 2017 and they're like, they have passwords with celebrity. That's part of their, right there. It's built in. It's built in. So I was like, it's one of those classic things pulled out of context and oh, my God, Kendall Jenner has a <laughs> password at Nobu. It's like they do that. Yeah, right. That makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, left, right, and center, you know? Frons. Yeah. Yes. You know? Um, oh, I know what I was going to pull yeah. up my thing for. I, I followed a, if you guys are interested in celeb gossip, um, where I actually saw something about kendall on yeah. and that's what i was like okay now i'm in this world uh i followed this account called uh du Moi. sure classic celeb gossip you know account. and all of the story is every new day. classic new classic new classic me. every day you get stuff from oh santa monica so and so as well it's you know it's the new version of gawker stalker which we yes. all which we all oh, love r.i.p r.i.p everyone from gawker i hope you guys get it together and form a new media company now yeah yeah why not? Why not? Why haven't you? Aren't they? I've heard things, but I heard things about Deadspin and stuff too. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Um, yeah, celebrities have a sickness. Restaurants <laughs> cater to it, but it's funny. It's like it's still the same. I remember uh, one moment in Bev Hills. Do you remember this? Yolanda and her ex-husband have their. Um, anniversary dinner at Nobu and it's like a private table. Is that where she gives him the book? Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Classic scene. He's like you know me bad with words. It's like you're a musician. (laughs) Like what? He is I think he might be the worst person on any of those 100 franchises or whatever. He sucks. He's disgusting. When Yolanda's like please do not talk while my husband plays the piano (laughs) (laughs) It's like what? He is, I mean, I hate it again, but he is also a sociopath. So it's like. A hundred Yeah, it's like you can just feel it out. He's 100%. just, he's so, he's skin crawl. Oh my More God. More than any of the housewives in any of, of the shows. I wish that Beth Hills had like had in season one of New York when they really like give a peek into Allie hating um, Jill's husband, Bobby's Aaron, yeah. when Allie is like. That's, yeah. like, a huge plot. And Ali's like... Yeah, she's... I wish we had seen Bella and Gigi, their opinions of their stepdad at that time. Yeah. Be so sick. Anyway, um, but he says to the... No- like, it's funny that celebrities... I guess just, like, all rich people are the same. And once you enter a restaurant, all people become the same. Right. Like he orders something and to the server and she's like, okay, great. And then he's like, because last time you didn't have it. Last time I was here. It's my favorite. You didn't have it. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Why is that necessary for you to fucking say to me, dude? Like, And I was like so funny because I was like, you go to Nobu, one of the most famous, best restaurants in the world. You go to fucking... The corner diner, you know. Someone's going to say someone's the same gonna say thing. Do you remember that when I was mildly inconvenienced and you make minimum wage? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. We had a laugh. You ran out early last time, so. so I just want to make get sure. Get that in right now. Let's get, that, get that in right now. I was like, Jesus. How much do you think you make at Nobu? Do you think it's like no. markedly? No. I don't think it's markedly more. I bet you you have to spend so much fucking time at those tables and you have to spend so much and energy. And there has to be so many people in the tip pool. Yeah. Because right. like when Back I worked service. at the Nomad, they had the deodorant guy to go the get the deodorant. deodorant. Every table. He's tipped out. I got, I got aerosol. I got crystal. <laughs> I got... <laughs> Uh, when I worked at the Nomad, it was every server had a back server and all the food was run by separate food runners. And there were four Psalms on the floor at yep. night. No, it's one of those things where I worked at, when I worked at the Happiest Hour, we were serving five deep all night long. But there's four, but to ser- it's that thing where you get that point where there's, yeah. you have to serve so many people, which means you have to have four bartenders, three exactly. barbacks, a server, a cocktail, like... You yeah, don't make any money. Not, even though yeah. you're fucking busting your ass. Yeah, that was what it was like at The Nomad. It was like, you made good money, but like for the like right. f- must and fuss. and Not woof it, babe. Not woof it. <laughs> <laughs> Loved that. Loved that. I um, would be interested. I, w- I would love to do like a stage though. Oh yeah, let's get you in there. <laughs> I'd be so bad at it. Let's see if you're it. Nobu material. I would be so bad at it. But it's like sometimes people like to be like, chide it a little bit, you know, yeah, you could be the you could do the me where you're like the mean one a little bit. But everyone mean. wants to impress a little bit me. That's how I see myself in the service industry. probably wrong. Um, I um it varies from table to table. no, of course. Um, okay. this is the first bar that I'm people are really going out of their way to remember my name and people more people have called me Kelly in the past like two weeks than ever. It's like being back in off kindergarten. Off-putting. putting, off putting. So No, bitter. I don't like that. It's nuts. Um, okay. Let's wrap this up, please. Um. <laughs> sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry um, to all. <laughs> sorry, re-all. Um, would like to say, A, that we're trying to think of some fun things to do in general for this podcast. Spice it up. I don't know. We wanted to, this year to be the big like live show year. Yeah. And that obviously isn't going to happen. So, I don't know. We're trying to think of some fun stuff to do. We got merch coming. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a new fucking picture taken. Yeah, we'll do a photo shoot. Maybe OnlyFans. Maybe OnlyFans. Lord knows what we would put on there. Um, I will say we have not gotten a new patron, and I will say about three weeks. Uh Uh-oh. Three weeks of no new patrons. So... You but know? luckily, my last newsletter did send a friend of ours into a full tailspin, had to so, talk him down off the ledge. So that's worth it. If the newsletters that Kelly writes <laughs> on a bus on her way to work, you'd like to pay $10 for those and potentially be emotionally harmed, I would say go for it. Now's your chance. <laughs> um, if you are a patron and you're like, why the fuck am I doing this? Tell us what you want. Literally, we'll do oh, whatever Oh, yeah, that want. is true. Yeah. Let us know if there's like stuff you want to see or videos or whatever. We can do it. I don't know. I like again I have nothing else to do but be here for you guys so the doctor is in doctor is always in and the doctor is me um that's it yeah okay celebrities they're just like us in all ways but six and you have to figure out what those six are uh oh bye bye okay bye